Hello, friends. Welcome to the Greg Shear Music Podcast. Today, I thought we'd take a look at one of my very first praise songs that I wrote, uh, a song called As the Deer, or as I like to refer to it, The Other As the Deer. And I say that, of course, because of the, the famous Marty Nystrom song called As the Deer. As the deer panth for the water, so my soul longeth after you. Um, and what's interesting is I wrote this in 1993. I was very new to worship leading, and I really didn't know the repertoire. And I wasn't really considering the idea that perhaps the world didn't need another setting of Psalm 42 in their lives right, right about then. I was just reading my Bible and responding with music. And, and it's kind of an interesting case of beginner's luck, I think, because I, I really didn't know anything about what I was doing. I didn't know what praise songs are supposed to do. I didn't know how one faithfully trans translates um, scripture into song. I just had, had no real experience in that. And I feel like I, I really uh, had a stroke of luck with this. Maybe, maybe providence would be a better way to say that, being reformed as I am. But in any case, um, I kind of got lucky with the whole thing, and I think it turned out really well. And, uh, and I think that, that time has borne that out. A lot of people have sung it over the years. I'll tell you a little bit about, about the, um, kind of sung history of the song. Um, but anyways, uh, just a real quick, quick story about Marty Nystrom and, uh, and his song. So we both have a song called As the Deer and I'm a member of CCLI. I have been for many, many years. And in the beginning, my, my royalty checks were always like, you know, $12 or something like that. And, uh, you know, of course, I'm not one to complain. It's free money. Uh, all I have to do is cash the check, right? Um, so I opened up my CCLI uh, check one year, and it was for like $425 or something like that. I'm like, what is going on? I've become famous. And, uh, <laughs> but then as I started thinking about it, most of the, um, most of the money was coming from that one song, As the Deer. And so I called up CCLI and I said, as flattered as I am, I don't expect that suddenly my song has cut, uh, caught on all across the country and I'm getting this kind of royalties for the song. And they looked into it for a couple of days. They had just gone to online reporting rather than uh, paper reporting. And they think that a lot of people just kind of signed on and clicked on the first as the deer that they saw without really knowing who wrote it. And they said, well, there's really nothing we can do. So just cash the check and enjoy it. So I have vowed that at some point, if I ever meet Martin Nystrom, I'm going to take him out for a nice dinner and uh, thank him for, uh, for his royalty. So Marty, if you're listening, dinner's on me. So why, why does this song work? Um, I mean, first of all, Psalm 42 and 43 are really, um, it's a compelling psalm. It's, um, it's a psalm, you know, kind of about, about depression and about loss. Um, you know, I used to go with the throngs um, to the house of the Lord. And, you know, but it's just this kind of person is, is kind of in the, in the throes of depression or maybe the doldrums, you could say. And they're thinking about the relationship they had with God before and the joy they got in worship and how that's not happening. There's just all sorts of wonderful images in the original psalm. So there's lots to work with. Um, and I think that the reason that people respond to this song, um, and, and I say that in the sense that, you know, this is not a song that's just, you know, tearing up the charts, but um, a, a good amount of people over time, you kind of get a sense when you write a song, uh, who is listening to it, who is really 
appreciating it, responding to it, interacting with it in really, you know, kind of robust ways. And so this is one of the songs that, that really is, you know, people engage with most. And, and I think that the reason that it, it works and that people engage with it is because it's essentially lament. Um, it's, it's, it's all about longing. It's all about, um, what you would like, but you can't have, or what you would like to do, but just don't feel that you have the energy to do. And, and so, um, the, the original Psalm says, why are you downcast? O my soul, uh, trust in God. And so there's, there's always this, you know, like, why are you downcast? It's the, I, I love when the Psalms speak to their own soul. The Psalmists say, you know, why are you downcast? O my soul, just th this kind of conversation with the soul. Um, so that's the original language. Why are you downcast? And in my, uh, setting of it, I, I also use a question, but I say, why should I let this sorrow fill my soul? And, and I think people respond to that. In fact, I, I know one family who, um, this is a song that they sing often with their kids. And I think it's great. It's kind of a, a bite-sized lament, um, for children, you know, children experience disappointment as as well, and so this gives them some words to to say with that. And I think that that's something that is um, important for human beings, important for Christians, and is often missing from the songs that we sing. This this honesty with God about about where we really are, rather than who and uh, where we uh, would like to be. So let me, um, without further ado, I will play the earliest recording I have of it. I have a, an album called The Greg Shear Songbook, and that had all of my, of 10 of my earliest uh, praise songs, and I gathered them all up and uh, did a uh, self-produced album. So let's take a listen to that. Thank you. 
remember when I made that album, I was in the uh, transitioning from Belfield Presbyterian in Pittsburgh to uh, Wildwood uh, PCA in uh, Tallahassee, Florida. And as I was moving, I asked my favorite pianist, Jeff Staley, to um, play uh, some of these songs, some of the tracks on these songs, and we recorded that. And uh, of course, I didn't realize at the time that it was creating a, a lot of headaches for me because then I had to map out the whole song to what he had played <laughs> rather than giving a click track or something like that. Um, so it's a very simple song, has a real um, prominent melody. Um, and uh, for those of you who keep track of such things, I play this on the recording with uh, Capo 2. So it's in the song is in the key of D, but I play it with um, C guitar formations. That makes it a little bit easier. That's how I get that nice kind of chimey sound. Uh, another thing I'll I'll point out for um, the geeks among you, this is we're in the key of D, and and songs go all sorts of places, but um, often in the key of D you'll have a chorus in G or B minor. That's the the fourth or the relative minor, the the sixth chord. And this one it's kind of fun. It sets up uh, like it's going to do that. Um, it goes, oh hey, how about that? Hold on. My piano is not working. Why is my piano not working? All right, look at that. Why? All right. Like I was saying, I'm going to play this on guitar. Hold on now. Hold on. I'm tearing the place up. All for you, my trusted listeners. Hopefully I'm more or less in tune. So we're in the key of... Uh, of So we're in the key of D, and then praise you as before. So it's 
so now we're on the five. Why should I let? I really like it. It drops down to the the third chord, the F sharp minor. And I think that's one of the kind of um, keys to the song's charm is that it it emerges into the chorus in a place that you don't expect it to be. Because I could have gone, Why should I let this sorrow? Or all sorts of things. I could have done all sorts of things, but I didn't do that. Oh, songs are made up of many, many choices in any case. Um, so after I wrote it, after I record it, recorded it, it kind of um, languished for a, a number of years. There were some families at churches that I uh, worked at that um, that really loved this song, and one particular family I'm thinking of it really kind of carried them through a hard time. They kind of let me know that this was a song that they that they sung a lot as a kind of act of faith um, as they were going through a difficult time. And but it was not really a well-known song. And uh, in the meantime, I wrote a four-part uh, choral arrangement of that. And and that too, um, I you know maybe a couple churches sang it, but not many. And so uh, I kind of just you know thought that was the end of the story. In fact, I had I had kind of given up on publishing. I was just so tired of sending pieces to publishers and having them rejected. And I just kind of decided, you know, I, I had started my own website um, and I was selling my choral music through that. And I just said, oh, forget the stupid publishers. But I was at a conference one time. And Augsburg Fortress had a table there, and I and the the woman that was manning the table, um, you know, was not busy, and so I just approached her. I said, "Okay, I've kind of given up on the whole thing, but just tell me what is the secret to this whole thing? What what was I missing all that time? Now that I've I've given up." And we had this really great conversation, and um, she says, "Yeah, you know, like after the conversation's over, she says, "Yeah, you should send me something." She turned out it turned out she was on the editorial board. She says, "You you should send us something." And in a couple of weeks, I had two pieces scheduled to be published with them. And I was just kind of laughing. I've been trying for like 10 or 15 years to get published, and all of a sudden it, it gets published. So um, that gave it another burst of life. And this was, I can't remember, this was maybe uh, 2005, something like that, that it got published. And, um, and it got, you know, sung quite a bit after that. And from there, it started to go into some hymnals. Uh, the first hymnal that it was in was Psalms for All Seasons, that was um, a Calvin Institute of Christian Worship um, project. And so it, it got included in there, and from there it got um, picked up in uh, Luya, which is uh, Lift Up Your Hearts, which is also a uh, CRC-based um, publication. And so, you know, these are kind of in-family things, but still that, that kind of um, gives it a little bit more life. And at that time, the Psalms for All Seasons project also had a recording with it. I was um, kind of the director-producer of a recording with the Choral Scholars, and, and so we recorded the song as well, and it came out really nice. This is really based on the choral recording, so let's take a listen to that.
beautiful rendition that is. The choral scholars always sound wonderful. Um, One thing I'll point out about that recording that I think is kind of interesting, uh, this song is it's quite hard to sing. It's it's slow enough that it's hard to sing all of these phrases in one breath. And, you know, it's fine for a congregation because you can sneak a breath and other people are sneaking breaths at different times. But if you're a soloist, trying to sing this melody can really be quite a challenge because it just takes so much breath control. And so uh, one of the things that we did on the recording that was kind of fun is, is we had the soloist sing the song and then all the other women behind her uh, hummed lightly and it provided this kind of bed of sound that, um, that really gave this, um, this the kind of a pillow of sound that, that, that sus- uh, supported the soloist in her singing of that. Um, what else do I want to say about this? I don't want to say anything more about this at all. I just want to say that um, what has been really astounding to me and and always continues to surprise me as a composer is what songs travel and what songs don't. You know, you, you write a song and you think, oh boy, this is a great song, and, and it just doesn't meet people in some way. And this is a song that, like I said, I really didn't, I wasn't a very experienced uh, writer for Congregation at that point, and... Um, and, you know, to see how this has really kind of met people where they are over the years, it's really kind of a, kind of a, um, an interesting thing. It's been sung at, at, um, funerals. Um, it's been sung, you know, just in all sorts of places. Uh, yeah, a number of people have just talked about how much comfort it's given to them. And that's just such an honor to be, to be part of that, uh, when you write a song, um, so uh, the only things I'll say, if you want to sing this song uh, yourself, you can go to my website and just type in As the Deer, and you will find it. Um, it will give you a free MP3 and lead sheet and take you to the Augsburg Fortress site where you can buy the uh, choral anthem. And you can also find it in the hymnals that I mentioned earlier. Um, and I think that's everything that I have to say. So thanks so much for being with me. Stay tuned for the next episode. That is all for now. This is Greg Shear for the Greg Shear Music Podcast.
and cut.